Hello and welcome back to another episode of In Distress, a podcast where I talk about my problems and hope people stick around to listen. You know, sometimes I tell jokes, not really, um, unless you just, my life, it's in shambles. Okay, it's in shambles. Maybe it's laughable. I don't know. But um, I, I just be talking on here. I just be talking. Y'all can sit in and join. It is what it is. Now, I know it's been a calm four months since I made a podcast. Now, I know I made a podcast a August 21st. I ran the numbers. I ran the numbers back. I did. I checked. I checked. And um, I know it's been a minute. I know. I know. And I am ashamed. And I wish that I could come back to this podcast with great news and just fun stories to share. But um, I'm currently down. And if you want to hear more about the struggles I'm facing, stick around because let me tell you, I've got I've got a couple stories for you. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Roll the intro. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the intro. Um, I made the intro theme song myself. I'm sure it was obvious, but thank you. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I actually went through and I recorded the beginning of this episode, like not the very beginning, but this part, the body of it. I recorded it for like a good 10 minutes and I just, I didn't love where it was going. I thought... I just, I don't know. I just feel like I'm boring sometimes. Anyways, as I said at the beginning of this podcast, at the intro, I said that my life is in shambles and I truly meant that. So this, I don't even know where to start here. I I could just openly say it instead of explaining how I got here. I do kind of want to explain how I got to this point. But just to keep you here and on your toes, I failed a college um, class. Yeah, let's start there. I failed um, a college class and it was actually just yesterday I failed. Yes, I actually, I got a 29 on the final. I know what you're thinking. I, I know what you're thinking. This girl is, she's, there's something not right with her. There's something not right with her. How do you, how do you fail a college course? How do you get a 29? And to be completely honest with you, I don't know how this happened. Like, I know exactly how it happened mathematically, but like, but like, as in like terms of effort, as in terms of showing up, I don't know how this happened. I really, I truly don't. There were some bumps in the road up until this point, but like, I definitely, and maybe I I saw it coming after the third exam, but I didn't, I didn't think it was actually going to happen for real. Like I thought, I thought we was just playing. Like I, I really thought, um, and it's crazy. It's really crazy to have failed a class and then to get A's in the other classes. And I'm speaking highly of that. I have two more finals to take, one of which I know I'm going to get a good grade on. But the other one, 
I still have to finish studying for. I started studying today, but I did not finish. Instead, I watched Justin Bieber interviews. And some people could say that, yeah, maybe that wasn't the best option. However, I thrive on a challenge and I thrive under pressure. However, one one thing that I that shows and proves that that's not true is this accounting class. So where did we all go wrong? That's that's a great question. It's a great question. I. I actually don't know. I actually don't know. I think maybe I should start by unpacking my feelings on the class. Um, honestly, I wish this didn't happen to me. I'll be completely honest with you there. I, I'm not good at failure. I'm not good at handling that. I'm sure there's a lot of people who aren't great at it, but I am definitely not. So how did I get here? I needed to take two accounting courses to take marketing classes because it, it seemed marketing seemed like it seemed like the right class to take if you're going to have a business or work in the business industry, you know, you need to know how to market your product to the public, right? Um, and so, you know, to take that, there was like five prerequisites. And so I took I took the other four, um, actually the other three, and then I'm in one of them now. And then I was also in accounting, but I have to retake accounting because I failed it now. So it's, uh, that's, that's a thing. Um, I, I went and, uh, I tried to start off the semester strong and I went to class and I thought I was really off to a great start. I showed up to class. I did my homework. I, I really believed in myself. I pushed myself. And I failed the first exam and I was really shocked about that. And I was really sad. Um, but one thing though, which was really great was that when I failed that test, I remember I posted on my private story on Snapchat. I have a bunch of private stories. It's, I'm always there. Um, but I posted on my private story about it and I was really upset about it and really sad. And, um, one of my friends, um, who I've known like basically all my life, um, we, we don't talk like every single day. We don't talk every single week. We didn't even talk like once a month really. But, um, you know, she's one of those friends that like when you go home or, you know, when you have time to catch up, like you can sit and meet up maybe once or twice or three times and, you catch up and it, it's like no time has passed. Um, you kind of just pick up right where you left off. And um, while we aren't really friends who communicate that often, she called me and we talked about it. And it was just really nice to know that there was some, that there are people in my life who care about me and, um, are paying attention to the things that are going on in my life and when I'm down will be there to help me feel better and to just talk with me and that really meant a lot to me and I know I've talked I've talked on the podcast about this before but I really do through this time of failure um of an ex- attempting a- attempting to accept it because I haven't accepted it yet um I think, I think acceptance is a lot like grief in a sense of it's, it's not linear. Like the, the, the recovery process for that isn't linear. I think the same way I think that forgiveness 
isn't just a linear process and that, you know, you go through the different steps and then, oh, you're all of a sudden forgiven somebody or, oh, you go through the steps and all of a sudden you're over whatever happened to you. Um, acceptance, um, is, is a tough, very, 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 very tough emotional thing. Um, but like I said, you know, I've talked about my friends on the podcast before and I, I really am very, 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 very grateful for the people who are in my life and for the people who are no longer, um, I'm still, I'm still recovering from some of the people who left. I'm still recovering, but I'm, I'm very appreciative of the things that the people in my life have taught me. Um, and so I was just really, really, really grateful that, you know, she called, it was like, you know, even though I felt this test, you know, I still like, there's still good things in life. You know, there's still things to be grateful for. And, um, again, I'm not a pessimistic person. I, I, I try to look at the bright side of things. I try to find positives in everything, but you know, sometimes I was just talking to my friend, Mary about this, Mary, Mary, a friend to the podcast. I know she's listening. Shout out to Mary. Um, I just, we were just having this conversation about, you know, anyways, sorry. Um, we were just having this conversation about, um, kind of just when somebody, you know, like when somebody's going through something and, um, just being realistic about it, you know, you know, I just, I really, sometimes I really hate it when you tell people something like, oh yeah, like this thing happened to me and they're like, yeah, but you know, you tried your best and that's all that matters. And it's like, no, no, no. Sometimes that's not what you need to hear. That's not what you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I did try my best. Um, but that's not, no, I'm being realistic right now. I need you to be realistic with me. I don't need, sometimes, sometimes you don't need a pep talk. A lot of times when you're in the moment, you don't need a pep talk. And so that's how I give people advice now. I don't, I don't try to be too, well, it'll be okay. Everything will be fine. Everything's going to work out because at the time it doesn't feel like that. So what's the point of me saying that? What's the point of me telling you that? I'm sure there's like 10 other people who already told you that. Uh, I'm going to be real with you. Like, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Whatever you're going through right now, that sucks. Yeah. You're right. You're right to feel that way. Yeah. It, it, I'll, I'll, I'll throw a little, a little pinch of hope in there, you know, like, yeah, you're not going to right now. This isn't helpful. I was talking to one of my friends the other day and she was going through something and I was like, yeah, like girl, like it doesn't, it doesn't feel great right now. Like I know that. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I know it doesn't feel like that, but this is going to happen for you. But right now it's perfectly fine for you to know, for you to, you know, like sit in that feeling that you're feeling right now. And I think that we should, we should all get on that level. I think because I'm, I'm telling you right now, like I don't need, nor do I want a pep talk half of the time when I'm sad, depending on what your words are. I probably don't want that. But like I said, I think that, um, a lot of things aren't linear and I don't really know if I believe that for real, because I just be talking like for real, like sometimes I'm just, sometimes I just be lying. Truly. Sometimes I just be lying and I don't even know I'm lying, but I don't know. So after I failed that test, I went on my private story and one thing I'm gonna do with my trauma is make a joke. 
one thing I'm gonna do is make a quick joke. So, you know, I'm gonna go to work later today and I'm probably gonna be like, yeah, I failed my accounting class. Ha 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 ha, you know, make a joke about it and pretend like I'm, you know, pretend like I'm joking and everything's fine, but it, it really isn't um, for me. It, it really isn't. Um, after I failed that test, like I said, you know, after I failed it, I went on Snapchat on my private story and I was like, LOL, y'all, I got a D on my accounting class and I'm gonna have to retake it. I'll see my professor in the summer. And then like, I put like a little clown emoji and then I haven't been on there since then. Well, actually there was a basketball game that came on last night. Go Warriors. Woo woo. That's my team for real, for real. Um, but and I posted about that because I, that was the only thing that was making me happy at the time. But um, my sister texted me um, and I, she had seen the story and she was like, hey, are you okay? And um, I was like, right now I am. I am. And she was like, really? And, uh, you know, I replied and I was like, yeah, I feel like accepting failure is not linear. You know, I'm watching the game and having a good time with myself right now. Um, could hit me t- later could hit me tomorrow or next week, but right now I'm fine. And then she replied and she said, oh, okay, that's good. I'm still proud of you though. You know, you did your best and that's all that matters. Not saying your grade doesn't matter. Just saying that it wasn't your time this first try. And um, that really meant a lot to me. My sister and I, we, you know, I don't really... I don't, it's not that I don't see her often. She literally lives next to me. Like literally she, she lives in the room next to me. But, um, you know, a lot of the time she's, I'm up and leaving when she's asleep and she's up and leaving. And when I come home or when I just get home from school or when I get home from work and it's like, sometimes I, I just don't talk. We don't speak that often. And then, and then like, sometimes I'll be down bad and I'll go and talk to her and rant to her about something. And she's, she's always ready to listen. She's always ready to listen. And I really appreciate that about her, but that really meant a lot to me just because like, sometimes I've been thinking about this a lot because I've been thinking about making this podcast and I I didn't want to say the wrong things in case for the people who do actually stay and listen. I know some people just click in on accident and then don't like actually listen to the whole thing or Maybe they just click out immediately because they're bored or something. Um, but I, I really do like care about the things that I say and like the things that and like really sharing how I am approaching life. And um, so I have been thinking really heavily about what I wanted to say and what point I wanted to get across for this episode. I really, I really, really, really do wish that I could have come back with like great news. Like, oh, y'all, like I passed on my finals. Like life is good. Life is great. But realistically, life just, it don't be that great a lot of the time. So, um, anyways, like I said, it meant a lot to me that my sister had said that and everything. But, um, I've been thinking really heavily about this failure and why it feels so heavy and I think it feels like so heavy to me because I feel like when I fail or when I mess up it's not just me who it's not like it's not just me who failed like it's not just me who feels the weight of that it's not just me who 
is disappointed and it's not just me really at all and that's kind and that kind of sucks um and you're like I love my parents so much um I love them immensely and I know that they have done and they just do the best that they can and I I see them as humans I honestly treat them in that way like with respect still because they are my parents but um and also just respect as human beings but um I think I've I've spoken about this before but um I really just see my parents like once I started seeing my parents I was like oh like they're literally just people who had a kid like who had two kids and they're just they just went and raised them like you know like they just went through the motions and did what they could and they did their best and they they offered their love and their support and they you know gave us clothes and a roof over our head and everything like that and um and so if they the things that you know you're gonna get it wrong if there's one thing I've learned in life you're gonna you're gonna get some things wrong um I'm gonna hold on two seconds while I sit here and plug this computer in because it's gonna die two seconds I know this seems like something something you would do before you hit record I know I know but like you know the computer running heavy the the computer was running heavy anyways but um so you know everything that that happens um or like things that I look back on in life that um may have may have stunted me or traumatized me a little bit I I don't really take it I don't take it too heavily just because like you know they're they're people too like and I realize that like they're people they're humans they're gonna make their mistakes they're gonna mess up the same way that I sit here and make mistakes and mess up um and I you just have to accept those things and just love people through it the same way that you hope that they would love you through your mistakes and your actions and everything so I, I I really don't fault them for this because I really don't know where the pressure came from, but, um, I just have always felt like I, I actually know exactly where the pressure came from. Just growing up, um, my sister just, school wasn't really her thing and, um, you know, which is perfectly fine. You know, it's certain things aren't for everybody. And, um, so I always just kind of felt the pressure to make them proud, um, and to just, you know, do things that would just make them, you know, like I just didn't want them to worry so much. Um, and so I kind of took that, that pressure and put it on me to make them proud. And, um, it definitely, it's, it's affected me heavily. So when I went and I, so when I go and, um, or when I went, because I haven't really failed anything um, before. So when I sit here and say that I failed my test and I try to unpack those emotions and I sit here and I'm like, I'm disappointed in myself, it feels a lot heavier and that d- disappointment and that failure feels 
like this heavy weight on my back and on my shoulders and in my chest. It feels so heavy because I feel like I'm not just, I haven't just disappointed me. I've disappointed my parents and I, I, I'm not just feeling like disappointment. Like, like I feel like shame and hurt and I feel like I've let myself down but then that feeling but all of those feelings I feel like like are magnified and like amplified like times 10 because I feel like it's not just me I remember when I told my mom that I thought that I was like like after I failed like the third exam for this class I was like yeah like I don't really think I don't I'm probably gonna have to retake this class in the summer or something because um it's not looking great like I'm sitting I'm trying and it's it's not going well um and I just kind of just like like she said it's fine you know like you tried your best and everything but like the look on her face I just it didn't feel like it was okay it really it didn't feel that way and I I and it's not even me like over analyzing I just know that there's like a part of of I just oh I just know there was like a part of her that was like slightly disappointed and even if it was just a small, minute part, I still saw it. I still saw that little bit of, of I don't even know if it was disappointment. Maybe it was just, she was sad for me. I don't know. But I saw whatever that emotion was and whatever that reaction was. And um, it made me feel a lot worse than I already did. Um, so... There's that for unpacking that. Um, and like I said, that acceptance isn't, it's, it's not linear. So like after I saw the little gray come up on the screen, I definitely released a giggle. I released a chuckle or two. I did. Um, my eye, my left eye watered and I almost cried a little bit, but I was like, girl, like it was like to a certain extent, like I already, like I saw it coming and I had, I had already come, I had already made peace with it. Well, not really peace. Again, I think making peace with something and accepting it, very different. But um, I had already kind of made peace with it. And so it was like, okay, like, girl, you kind of, you, you saw it. You failed the other three tests. It was kind of, and you also, I, the thing is, is that I, I knew no amount of studying would have gotten me to pass the test and that's honestly why I decided and chose not to study for the final because I sat there and I studied for the first test I sat there and I studied for the second test I studied for the third test and the results if anything I'm pretty sure they just got worse I'm I'm pretty positive they just got worse or like if they got better it was only by like three points there was just no point in me sitting there wasting my time to study for the test and then I was gonna fail it there was just there was no point at all there really was no point and that pains me it really does and so I made a tweet and I was like it would take God his disciples and the motherboard of the family church to um 
help me pass this final. And so I would just be better off going to sleep. And so instead of studying, I decided to go to sleep. And so I slept for 14 hours, woke up, listened to some uh, music. You know what song I listened to. Be All Right by uh, Ariana Grande. Girl, something about her telling me that it's going to be all right. I just believe her, you know? I just believe Ariana when she tells me that it's going to be all right. So I listened to that song and I took my test and, you know, I got my grade and I was like, well, all right. And it really, it sucks. It hurts to, to get an A in every other class and then to fail one. It's, it's tough. It, it is. But, um, that's where I am at with that. Um, that's where I am emotionally, but there's, there's so much more to unpack. Um, I'm trying to decide if I want to want to go deeper into my emotional trauma or if we can get into some happy stuff. Really what I'm about to talk about regardless isn't happy at all. I feel no reason. I'll just talk about both, but I'll talk about the slightly funnier thing first. So guys, I'm on the apps. I'm, I'm on the apps and, and I know what you're thinking. Tori, what apps? Like, what are you talking about? I'm on the dating apps. I'm on the dating apps. And let me tell you, let me tell you. It's traumatizing. It's horrible. I actually haven't been back on in a while just because like it was really bad. So I'm only on three. I'm on Tinder, Bumble and Hinge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on Tinder, Bumble and Hinge. And um, to be completely honest with you, I, I, I had already said that I thought I might die alone. I had already said that. I had already said that. But it's becoming clear. <laughs> it's becoming, it's, it's becoming, um, a known stable fact. I don't know. And it's, it's really tough dating in this, in this environment right now is already hard. Like even freshman year before the mask, before the mask fishing was before mask fishing was, was a, was a viable struggle before that I just I I don't see it I didn't see it I was struggling I was struggling so bad I was down bad I don't know if y'all I can't even I don't even want to think back to freshman year with that situation (laughs) I'm not even going to but um I after that I was kind of like yeah I don't really I don't know you know after and then, you know, in, you know, kind of having a crush on one of your friends, but they're, they're dating someone. It's, that was a lot. And then there was that situation and then the pandemic. So I was just up in this house and now I'm telling you right now, mask fishing is very real. I, I am just always for the most part, I don't know why, but without the mat, like with the mask, you know, you kind of create what you kind of try to attempt to create what you think the bottom half of somebody's face looks like. And somehow, somehow it is absolutely never what you think it would have been, or it's rarely ever better than what you thought it was. You, it, 
I can't tell you the amount of times I've seen somebody pull that mask off their face and just been in utter, in utter peril, just peril. And maybe I'm a mask fish. I don't know. But what I do know is that when some of these people be pulling down their mask, it's giving disappointment. It's giving sadness. Okay. I just, sometimes I can't even believe my eyes. I'm so, I'm just so in shock. The bottom half of your face makes up so much. It makes up so much. I was just talking to one of my friends about this. I was asking, is it because like, at first I was like, is it because like the mouth is such a big part of your face? But like really when you think about it, there's only like three things that really make your face what it is and what and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like the eyes, nose, mouth, and then kind of like the bottom structure like you know like the shape of your face you can't really tell somebody the shape of somebody's face from like the top half so like I was like do you think it would be different if like you could only see like like the bottom half of somebody's face like like if you had to like envision like what the top half of somebody's face looked like but at the same time like that's not really what makes a face a face like when you think about it like anybody can have like a forehead eyebrows and eyes like everybody got like okay everybody has that anyways but like when you like what I'm talking about like I like what I'm talking about is like you know like everybody got that part like but what makes a face a face and what makes it different is like that spacing between the eyes how big the nose is how small the nose is how big are the nostrils how small are the nostrils how big is the mouth do they have big gums do they have small teeth what kind of combo what you are you seeing what i'm saying do they have do they have regular teeth regular gum size do like what's the bottom half of their face is it like a is it like a like a pointy is it more of a square is it more of an oval is it circular see those are all of the traits all the important things that make a face a face are trapped behind this mask and so mask fishing is one of the greatest plagues to plague our society Anyways, so I was like, clearly I'm not finding love in person right now. That's not my reality. And so I was like, okay, well, like, what else is there? And so, you know, I was, I, so I started, you know, I was like, okay, I'm kind of desperate now. Not, I'm not desperate. Wait, <laughs> let me run that back. I'm not desperate. I was just talking to Mary, friend of the podcast. The other day we were sitting in the Prius. Now I don't have a Prius. She's got the Prius, but we were sitting in her Prius and we were discussing, you know, dating and what that looks like for gals like us. And so gals like us who have never been in, you know, um, any really long, any, just, no, we haven't been any, any long-term relationship. Sorry to put your business out there, Mary girl, care about you. Anyways, um, we haven't really been like in any long-term relationships and nobody's ever really shown, well, for me personally, per, for me personally, take Mary out of this. I'm not going to, I'm not going to rope her in with me. Nobody really shows interest in me. And so, you know, like I just be out here like, well, okay, like, 
I'm sitting here trying to love me. And so, you know, like I'm sitting here struggling, trying to accept my failures and my grievances with life. And I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to be doing with my life. And I'm trying to live my dreams and finish what I started and accept challenges and accept my life for what it is and find the beauty and everything. And that's already a hard enough job. And now they want me to come out here and find love. Like, really? Like, really? Who's got the time? Who's got the time? Because it's not looking good for me. So to say that I'm desperate would be... It would be in, I would be doing myself an, an injustice. I'm not desperate. I have enough time and I have, I like, like I have, t- I have things, other things to fill my life up with. I have other things, but like, I wouldn't mind having somebody like hold my hand. Like y'all, I wouldn't mind having somebody to rub my thigh. Like I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind having somebody to hug me. I wouldn't mind having somebody to text me. Good morning. Like I wouldn't mind. I'm so alone, girl. Anyways, so Tinder, what a horrible dating site. It's I'm something that I'm realizing. A lot of these social media apps, well, not social media, a lot of these dating apps are just really just about looks, which I mean, to be fair, is what dating is mostly about. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, oh, it's not really about what the person looks like, but their personality. Yeah. That's fine and everything, but we have to be realistic. We've got to be realistic. A certain amount of it is how you look. Let's be real. Let's be real. Sometimes, if I don't mind looking at your face, that's perfectly great. But if I don't want to look at it, that's a completely different situation, completely different issue. So Tinder, I think everyone now has just established that's just a hookup it's just a little hookup you know if people people want to hook up see some pics you know they go they go on tinder you know that's kind of tinder is i'm not gonna say it's the bottom of the barrel but it's definitely not the first it's not the best of the best it's not so tinder we were already up to a bad stop also something i'm realizing some people just don't picture well and i'm some people it's not that i don't picture well it's just that sometimes i don't know what to do with my face um, when people tell me that they're going to take a picture of me, I, I get weird and it, it I know. N- so I don't have like a lot of picture options. And so I feel like maybe that might hold people back. You know, I don't have the best picture options. You know, I don't have like a, oh, what I look like every day. Like I'm not also, I'm not a selfie girl. Like, like I'm just, I don't really like looking at me, if that makes sense. Like, like I like my face. Like I don't I don't mind it. It's soft now. I've gotten I I'm using CeraVe now. It's nice. I like it's soft. I don't mind my face. I don't have a problem with it. It's that like I don't have to look at it often if that makes sense. Like like I don't mind looking at it, but like I don't have to, you know? I barely really look in the mirror like that, which can be a setback at times cuz sometimes I'd be having stuff on my face and like People don't be saying nothing, which is another thing. Like, why don't y'all be telling people they got something on their face? Like, if I got something in my eye, like, you need to share that information with me. Like, and then, and then, like, after I done worked a four or five hour shift, I go and look in the mirror in the car, and all of a sudden, I got something in between my eyelid. Like, why ain't you tell me? Why ain't you tell me? Anyways, but um, I think the mask has also helped. In that sense of like, I used to just not like going out because I didn't want people to see me. But now I don't really mind because who gonna remember? You know what I'm saying? Like if you can't even see the bottom of half of my face, like you can't even identify me. Like if I was in a lineup 
if I if they put me in a police lineup and said, who stole your purse, ma'am? With a mask on, child, you don't know who I am. Like, you don't know me for real. Like, you probably ain't even going to see me again after this. Probably going to get one, it's, it's a one-off interaction. So I'm, I'm feeling a little bit better in that department. But anyways, I don't really mind my face. And so sometimes I'm like, am I, am, I'm not ugly. Like I'm, I'm not like, I genuinely, I don't think I'm ugly. I'm not like the best thing to walk the earth. Like I'm no Zendaya. I'm no, I'm no Beyonce. I'm no Regina King, you know, I'm, I'm none of those people. And so I'm, I'm, I, I understand that. I recognize that. However, I'm not going to sit here and say that like I'm ugly, like, okay, like I may not look like said people, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm okay. I don't mind looking at me. I'm okay. And, um, I'm just wondering if maybe other people don't see me as that. And that's okay too. That's okay too. Um, what also concerns me moreover is that I'm afraid that my type isn't, I'm afraid that I'm not my type's type if that makes sense. Like I definitely, I have a type. It's a strong type. It's very, it's, it's very consistent type. Yeah. And I just feel like said people aren't looking, they're not looking for people like me. They're not. Um, which is unfortunate, very sad. Um, it's giving again, I'm telling you, I could die alone. That's a very, very plausible thought. Um, Things are getting very dark for me here. Anyway, so I have a Bumble account and um, I I haven't fa- I haven't had any luck there. None, really. Like I'll see people on there and I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'll go and say like, oh, like I'll, I'll go and talk to them. I'll be like, hey. And and then they, they just won't, they don't say stuff. Like, like I'd be like, hey. And then I remember one person was like, that's all you got to say. Hey, like you ain't got nothing like more, like you ain't got nothing more creative to say. And I'm like sitting there like, bro, like what, what, what else do you want me to say? Like, ch- like, do you want me to try to impress you? Cause that's, I, 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 I'm not trying to do all that. No, I'm, I was just saying, Hey, all you gotta do is say, Hey back. Like, I don't know why people are so weird. Like, people are so weird on dating sites. Like if they're not like over complimenting you and being like, Oh, you fine. Like you, you a fine piece of chocolate. Like if they're not doing too much like that, like they're like, they're, they're acting scary. And I'm like, why don't you just say hi? Like, Hey, how are you? You know, just like, let's have a real regular conversation. Like it doesn't have to be weird. Like it, it really doesn't. Like, I don't know why people are so weird on here anyway. So then when I wasn't finding anything there, I went on Hinge and now let me tell you, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have no beef with, I have no beef. Um, yeah, I have no beef with Hinge. It's just that the people that I, I'm telling you again, my type is not in the likes you. I My type is not in the likes you. Like I be looking and it's just like the people who like me, I don't, I don't want them. And it, I, I, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. 
it really is a lot and it hurts. It really does. It hurts me. Sometimes I can't, I can't believe, I, I just can't believe it. And so, um, I started the dating apps. They started having a counteractive effect where like they would make me feel, they would make me feel terrible. Like I would be sitting here. I actually got ghosted on hinge a couple weeks ago and I, I simply haven't recovered. I haven't recovered. We chatted maybe two days. I haven't recovered. I haven't recovered. Um, I'm just, I'm down. Like I, and so once that happened, I was kind of like, I don't really think I want to do the dating sites anymore. Like they're still on my phone, but I, I just, I don't have it in me. Like I was talking to one of my friends about this a couple days ago and um we were kind of just talking about like like dating culture now and like how people have like talking stages which like if you don't know what that is it's like people like oh my gosh this sounds so dumb because it is dumb like it's so dumb um so there's like talking stages where like you're talking to somebody and getting to know them which 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 people would call dating back back in the day they would call that dating but people don't call it that now. Like they have like, oh, there's like a talking stage. And then dating is for like official titles, you know, people. Well, that's, that's how people use them now. Like talking is like, oh, getting to know somebody and you can talk to somebody for like a long period of time and you can do that exclusively or not exclusively. And it's just like, you're just, you know, like, Hey, like, how are you? Um, and you know, you're just kind of talking to them and you always, you know, you FaceTime and you do all of that stuff, but you're not, you're not official. You're not dating, dating. So it's not really like legitimate. So somebody can just, somebody can just like, you know, be talking to you for months and then all of a sudden ghost you or something. And then, and then you thought you had something, you thought you were onto something. And so the dating culture now is just really, it's really bad. It's really toxic. It's not great. It's, it's not great. Um, and so me and my friend were talking about this and we were basically just talking about how like we don't really have talking stages in us and I really personally do not like like I, I really don't like I understand like meeting somebody and like getting to know them and stuff which is why theoretically like growing up I used to just be like I just want to like date people like I would like to be friends with somebody and then like we date or like if I'm interested in somebody I would like us to become friends and then maybe we like date or explore more into that because I just I I I just I don't like the idea of just like popping up and just on the internet and just being like hey and then having a little few conversations here and there it just doesn't one feel safe it really does not feel safe to me but it also just it doesn't feel real you know and I I I want things to feel real and meaningful and I just know that a lot of times people are just on dating sites like the same way that I was out of boredom I know a lot of people are also just there out of boredom and just for entertainment. I wasn't necessarily on there for entertainment, but like I was definitely there sometimes when I was bored and I wasn't really looking for a conversation. But like I said, I was just bored and felt lonely at the time. And so I would just go on there and 
I know that's what a lot of other people that's a headspace they're in. And I'm not really interested in being played with. I'm, and I also just don't have a talking stage in me. It's either we dating for real or we're going to be friends and you get to know me and da, 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 da. And then we go on dates or something. But like, I, I just, I'm not cut out for whatever the dating culture is now. It's not for me. I, I don't, it's not for me. I, I be feeling stuff too deeply. Like I can't handle it. It's not for me. And so we had that conversation and it it was, it was, it was, it was something. I honestly, I'm really worried for me guys. If I don't get married, I'm I'm not going to say I'm going to be a sad girl, but like, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to be in some type of shambles in secret. It's going to be, I'm going to be in shambles in secret. <sighs> Marriage isn't necessarily like, like I would like to be married, but like, I'm not like thinking about that right now, but also like I am like, cause, cause, cause why isn't anybody, why doesn't anybody ever interested in me? Like my feelings be kind of hurt, not feelings hurt, but like sometimes I'm just like, there's something wrong with me. Is it me? I don't know. Anyways, girl, I'm gonna take a quick intermission to wet my whistle and it'll be 12 seconds. It won't even be 12 seconds. That'll be a quick second for you, but I'll be right back. All right. I'm back. I'm back. My whistle is wet. All right. Um, there's so many things I could go into next. I really wanted to talk about one of my other, um, life traumas, but we can maybe talk about that another time. Um, I do want to talk about some music stuff, maybe some movies, some TV shows. Y'all, one thing I've been doing recently, especially since it's finals week and I just be playing and I just, I'm like, I'm just always playing, um, playing with my own time. Um, I've been watching a lot of movies on Netflix and let me tell you every time it's like every time I'm down every time I'm down Netflix puts up a new movie or shows me a new movie that they have and I've been watching psychological movies heavy the past like two three days so I'm gonna look and then I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys some recommendations okay because I was really in my bag I was really I was really in my bag these last few days on some of these movies so sorry I'm looking okay so I okay this one wasn't a psychological thriller but I just really like this one so anything Julia Roberts is in anything Jennifer what is her name? I know her name. Like, oh my gosh, I know her name. Please. Anything Jennifer Garner's in, anything Julia Roberts is in, anything Haley Steinfeld is in, um, or the girl, the girl who played Maya on Sweet Life on Deck, that's my sister. That's my road dog. Like, I be watching the stuff she in. Um, who's another one? Um, I have like Florence Pugh. I said Haley Seinfeld, I think. Um, I forgot, like, I have, like, Angelina Jolie. Um, I've been watching a lot of um, this woman. What is her name? I'm blanking right now. She's in a bunch of movies, and I literally, she has red hair. I cannot think of her name right now, but I watch her movies all the time. Anything Scarlett Johansson's in, 
Um, or really what I need to look at is this Valentine's Day movie because everybody was in that movie. Anything that, no, not her. Oh, I'm gonna tell you, um, Anne Hathaway, that's one of my other sisters. Um, I said Jennifer Garner. Um, I'm telling you, like, there are just, there's so many, there are not so many. There's a Amanda Seyfried. Old girl be acting. Old girl be acting for real, for real. But um, those those are the people who are coming to the top of my head, like off the top of my head, like those are people. Like if they're in the movie, I'm watching. I'm a, I'm watching and I'm a ride for it. Um, but anyways, so I watched Stepmom, and that was a really good movie. It was a '90s movie, and I. I I had never like seen it before, but I, I, I ate that up. I really did. There was something about like, I was just, it was sad, but it was so good. Like y'all, y'all really don't know. Like it was so good. I'm looking for the, um, watch again. Yeah. Yeah, here it is. So I watched Stepmom and that was really great. And then Another movie I watched with my friends a couple months ago, Nocturnal Animals, really good. I remember when the movie came out and I really wanted to see it, but nobody wanted to go see it with me. And so I was like, fine. And then, um, it was, they finally put it on Netflix and I made my friends watch it with me and we enjoyed it. Um, Edge of 17, I've already seen, I've seen it like, I've seen it like five, six times, but I really enjoy it because Haley Steinfeld, let's take a moment. That's my, no, I'm not going to say that. Anyways, um, so the Angelina Jolie phase I had, that's still heavy. I actually watched a movie with her in it. You know what I saw? I saw Eternals. I saw Eternals a couple days ago and it was really good. Not a couple days ago, like last month. And it was really good. I dragged my sister to go see it. I really enjoyed it. Y'all know I love a Marvel movie, but, um, Angelina Jolie, what an icon. I love her. Anyways, um, she's great. Um, there was another movie I watched with her. Oh, um, I remember I watched Lara Croft, um, the Tombstone movies. Yeah, those. I watched the first one and then I could never find the second one. I didn't want to pay for it, the second one at the time. And they finally put the second one like on Amazon Prime. And so I watched it the other day. And, um, I'm just telling you, Angelina Jolie, she be acting. Like, I don't know what more there is to say. And then she was in another movie I watched, but I don't really remember what the movie was called. Anyways, um, I watched Wild Things with, um, Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon and Nev Campbell and Denise Richards. Let me tell you that movie, it was, it was a psychological thriller. Y'all that movie had me by the neck. There were so many twists and turns. I highly recommend that movie to you right now. Also, I watched Ophelia and that was just like Hamlet. And I read Hamlet my senior year of high school. So like three years ago. And um, I I enjoy Shakespeare plays be good. Like I'm not even gonna hold you. Romeo and Juliet is one of my, like everybody knows Romeo and Juliet, but like I really enjoy it. And I really enjoy watching the movie. Like I love that. I eat that up. But um, there's... I really, the, my favorite movie version to watch is the Haley Seinfeld one that came out in like 2012. I want to say 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. 
old girl was acting. Like Haley Seinfeld, I'm gonna tell you one thing. I'm a ride for that girl. I'm a ride for that girl. Um, yeah, I did watch the movie. It was really great. I highly, highly, highly recommend that movie. I watched Gerald's Game. That was a really great movie, also. Premonition with Sandra Bullock. Now listen, somebody else on Ride for Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, she just has it. She got the acting chops. Like she don't miss. She don't miss because I I went and I followed that movie up by watching The Net also on Netflix. That movie was so good. It was so, I just, I eat up any little action movie. I just, I just love, I love movies. There's something acting. Wow. It's, it really, it can just take you for a loop. Another person I'm arrived for is Shailene Woodley. She can act that girl can act the interpreter i watched that movie is nicole kidman that's who i was thinking about girl with red hair nicole kidman i'll be watching her stuff i watched i watched um big little lies on hbo max that show is so good but also um the interpreter is just a really great movie i watched shutter island with leonardo dicaprio and mark ruffalo that movie was so good I'm, I just, I love movies. Like movies are just so good. I also went and I watched like, I watched, I never really saw the original Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire. So I went and watched those because they were on P, P, can I speak? Because they were on Peacock. So I wouldn't watch them and they were, they were good. I wasn't expecting them to be as good as they were. Um, and then I went and I watched, I rewatched the amazing Spider-Man, those two movies, because I literally Emma Stone, and Andrew Garfield, I really loved them in those movies. And also, just I just Emma Stone is a great actress. She, I watched over the summer. I think I watched like, I I like watched a couple of her movies. And so like one of them was Easy A. I had never seen that. Um, well not not fully. I would like always like turn the channel and it would be on already, so I would just leave. But um, and I also watched another movie that she did, and it was really really good. Um, there was also a movie that I watched with my friend Xavier. And it was called Things Heard and Seen. It's a Netflix movie. And Amanda Seyfried's in it. And it was so good. I'm telling y'all, I ate that movie up. But to be fair, I eat up every movie I see. Like, every movie I watch. I'm telling you, I just eat it up. Um, What's another movie I've seen? I saw The Last Letter from Your Lover on Netflix. And it was decent. It was decent. It wasn't like the best thing I'd seen, but it was decent. Um, and then I think me and my friend Serena, we watched this movie. It was called Fractured. It was a psychological thriller. It was really, 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 really good. And I watched this movie Beckett. Yeah, with John David Washington on. It was also a Netflix movie. And I watched it. I don't remember if I watched it with anybody, but oh, I watched it with did I watch it alone I don't really remember but I watched it and it was it was decent it was it was okay um but to be fair I'll literally watch anything I don't want y'all to be confused I watch almost any and everything that pops up if it pops up on the thing and it looks interesting even slightly slightly interesting I'm about to watch it and I I'm I'm never disappointed I also saw Dune and that was good I saw it on HBO Max because it was on there um but I did watch that and it was really good. I watched, I didn't watch all of these recently, but for the most part, a, a, a decent amount of the ones I named, I've watched in the past like three days or five days. 
um, in the past week. And I would, I, I would love to say that I'm slightly ashamed, but I'm, I'm really not. I was watching those movies like they were going out of style. Okay. Like they were going out, like they were leaving the next day. You would think that's what you would think. Um, I watched this movie with Anne Hathaway and Jake Gyllenhaal, which I know he's kind of canceled right now because of the like Taylor Swift stuff, but child, anyways, I watched that movie. It was good. I rewatched Midsummer, Mid Midsummer, Midsummer. Child, I don't know, but it was good. Like I ate that up too. Um, I just I really love movies. They never disappoint. Um, and then I started rewatching Romeo and Juliet again the other day. Um, but another a show that I'm watching or well something I really have been enjoying lately is just like finding an artist or like an actor and then kind of growing with them so for instance Haley Steinfeld I love I love her wow she's so good at what she does she's a, she's she's a triple threat you know she sings she acts she she dances you know she's she's funny girl funny girl what more could you ask what more could you ask of Haley Steinfeld I love her. She's great. Is it a crush? Who knows? Anyways, but she's really great, y'all. Um, so Dickinson, I've talked about this show before, but it's on it's on Apple TV and it's literally one of my favorite shows. And it's it's in its last season and I really just enjoy watching stuff or like finding a show and then like growing with it. So, I don't really I I like have a bunch of examples of this, but like I can't think of any of them right now. But this show in particular, I feel like, like I, I started watching it when, yeah, it came out my freshman year of high, not of high school. It came out my freshman year of college. And so then, you know, that first season came out then and the second season came out my June, my sophomore, one of my sophomore semesters, one of my sophomore semesters, can I speak? Okay. And then the most recent season is out is like the new episodes are coming out like every week now. And it's about to be like on its final episode, I think by ne- either this week or next week, I think next week, but, um, I've watched it and it's been really, it's just really nice to like have something that like you can say that like you, you had while you were growing up, if that makes sense. So like, I have like different shows and stuff that like I've watched throughout like big moments of my life and so for college has been like a big thing for me and it's and I feel like in a way that like this show you know they tackle like um they talk about like Emily Dickinson and kind of just put their own like spin on it and they kind of tackle like right now they're like definitely tackling like the civil war um in the mindset and the different like points of view that were that people had during the war in that time but they're also talking about it in a way that relates back to like the conversations we've been having about like surrounding black lives um in America they talk about like all of those things like in a way of like 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 underlying stuff and then they also have like touched on the pandemic as well and that's been really cool to kind of see how that can kind of be like thrown into the conversations and into the situations that these characters are in. But it's been really nice to like kind of like grow with the character. And I think that's why I really enjoy like 
TV shows and movies and like how like one day I really hope that like oh my gosh like fingers crossed if this music career takes off like fingers crossed for real if this music career takes off or if this like podcast takes off or if anything that I do takes off I would really 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 hope to be like in a movie or in a TV show but um I just love like the way that character development can really like it feels like personal to you and so like with this show you know um the care the main character um who Haley plays is Emily Dickinson and so it's been really cool to kind of like see how she's grown as a writer and just kind of also just as a character to kind of see how she's growing and how it can kind of relate to me as I'm going through my life and you know my early 20s and kind of trying to find my voice in the world and everything it's been really cool and so I really enjoy that show and like I said it's on the last season so um if you can if you've got that coin if you've got that coin I highly recommend it and also the morning show is also on Apple TV I watch it I haven't seen the new season yet um because I was trying to rewatch the old season I just haven't really had time to like sit down and like rewatch it because it's been so long since the first season came out it's been like two it's been like two years or it's been like a year and a half so I didn't really remember anything and then also another show Hannah on Amazon Prime I don't know why I'm giving these show shout outs I am not getting paid anyways um but Hannah on Amazon Prime I really enjoy that show also I started watching the Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime in the first episode that I saw and then like half of the second episode of what I saw was really good and I highly recommend that um Hawkeye that show is out and Haley's also in that um and like again it's really cool just like to watch to have watched Dickinson and like to kind of see that coming to a close um during like my junior year of high school it's really nice to like you know see that like I'm gonna be able to grow with this person more you know with Hawkeye and then whatever they end up doing more in the Marvel franchise um and then like her music's really great too I highly recommend it um she had an EP situation come out like two years ago and I didn't really get into it that heavy like I knew some of the songs but like I knew like two or three of them but like I went back I doubled back I doubled back and it's, it's good. It's good. I highly recommend that. Um, it's called half written story. So I definitely go listen to that. But, um, but yeah, Hawkeye, I'm enjoying that. I like, I told y'all I'm a ride for Haley. Like, like I'm, I'm watching the show for her because I don't even like Hawkeye like, like that. Like probably that's not the character. Like he was never that interesting to me. Like if anything, he was interesting because Black Widow was his bestie. Like that beyond that. I wasn't interested. And so I was like, okay, girl, Haley gonna be here. And they're talking about Florence Pugh. Pugh was gonna hop in. Child, y'all know I love me some Florence Pugh. So I was like, girl, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch to ride for my sisters. And so that's what I've been doing. So um, if you haven't seen Hawkeyes on Disney Plus, very good show. Um, at least I like the directing, I think. Yeah, I like the directing. Um what else is there? Um, I'm, I could talk about, I'm gonna talk about music and then I'll stop. I'll let y'all go for real, for real. I'm gonna stop after this. So, um, somebody who released music recently, um, gosh, there's, there's, there's a lot. Um, I'm gonna leave you with, with a strong recommendation 
a strong one. So Alessia Cara is one of my favorite artists. If you have listened to this podcast or anything, like you know I've been waiting for this album. Oh, actually, I have two recommendations for you. Okay, so I'm a huge Lauren Hareggy fan. Well, actually, Lauren Hareggy. I'm gonna say Hareggy though, so girl, if you ever listen to this, if you ever heard it, child, I'm sorry, I didn't pronounce your name right. So... Um, I was a huge Fifth Harmony fan growing up, like, eh, Fifth Harmony girl, I was in it, like, I was in it, I was in it deep, but, um, um, Lauren was one of the members, and, like, one of my favorite members, she's so, she's so gorgeous, like, please, (laughs) I'm down, I'm down, anyways, um, so she was, like, one of my favorites from the group, and so, you know, I keep up with all of them, of course, but she recently, she recently released a project, and it's called Prelude, and it has, like, I think seven songs, it has seven songs on it, I bought it, um, because I'm so, I'm committed to the cause, um, but she released it, and I think it's, it's a nice, like, R&B vibe and I I think if you if you just need like you know some good vibes high energy not it's not high energy some some good vibes some slow vibes some 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 mid-tempo vibes I highly recommend that that I really enjoyed it it's like a it's, it's a nice body of work um but also like I said like I'm a ride for Lauren like I'm a ride for that girl for real um I was tweeting heavy I know people on my timeline are tired of me like I tweet like nobody's business like I know they're sick and tired of me anyways but um back to what I was saying did that Justin Bieber album come out while I was away did it because if it did I'm, I'm gonna talk about that too let me see because one thing I'm not going to do is remember what came out and when. I'm pretty sure I just remember album came out before, before I stopped. Before. Mm. I'm pretty sure that came out before I stopped uh, playing. Let me see. It came out in March. I definitely talked about this album then. Anyways, but, um, Alessia Cara, y'all. Y'all, Alessia Cara went and she dropped her album. Now, if you know me at all, if you follow me at all, you know I've been waiting for this album. The last time she released an album, I think, I want to say, I want to say three years ago before this one came out. Let me make sure. I hate, let me let me double check. One thing I'm not going to do is tell you false information. Well, actually, I, I might because people be on the internet lying. And I could be one of them girls, but, ooh, girl, not best holiday. I don't know why she neglected my jam. Like, I don't know why she neglected my song like that. Anyways, um, she released her second album in 2018. So, yeah, it had been three years since, um, since she had released her uh, since she had released an album. So she went and she released in the meantime. And when I told y'all I'm a ride for my people, I'm a ride for my people. And Alessia Carr is one of my people. Like she be writing good music. Like I'm telling you during high school, like her know-it-all album got me through. Like I discovered her like maybe like a year after she had released the album and then I was heavy in it. And then she went and released, um, 
she went and released that she went and released that second album the pains of growing and that got me through that did that got me through like my like my like my senior year of high school or like my june like late junior early senior year and then she released this summer and then that held me that held me for a minute and then i was like that was like a little EP. It was like a little, little, little five song EP. And I was like, girl, like I need something more. I need something to sink my teeth into. Like for real, I need something to sink my teeth into. And then she went and released this album. Um, literally like maybe two months ago in September. And I ate it up, y'all. I ate it up. It's called In the Meantime. And I went and I bought, did I buy this album? I actually, I didn't buy it digitally, but I bought it like hard copy. So like I've been streaming it heavy. I was streaming it heavy on Spotify anyways and Apple Music. And then I went and I bought like the hard copy, but like the signed copy. Because if there's one thing about me, I'm going to sit here and get my signed edition. But, um, which was really nice. I think I really needed that. But um, I went and I bought that and it was really nice. But I really enjoyed her album all in all. Just a really strong, great body of work. My The song, though, that's really been getting me and has had me by the neck was is Voice in My Head. And I listen to that song at least six to eight times a day. Just because I just, I need that. Like... I didn't know how badly I needed that. When I was failing, when I first started failing those accounting tests, old girl was there for me. Like that voice in my head was winning. It was winning heavy. Like I was battling, fighting for my life every single day, every single day. It was like, girl, you ain't good enough. You suck. You, you don't know nothing. Like it was heavy. It was the heavy, it was heavy voice. And that song has really just been getting me through that. And again, I'm going to tell you, Be All Right by Ariana Grande. Anyways, but um, in the meantime, a really great, excellent body of work. I really enjoy it. I really love it. Um, And so, yeah, I really highly recommend those movies, those shows and that album. So thank you so much for listening. I... I'm about to get back into this podcast because, and I mean it for real, or at least as for real as I, as I can mean anything. Um, because I really, I think I just, it makes me feel better. It really does. Um, and I think I just need to start doing things that make me happy instead of just, um, I think I just need to start doing things that make me happy and choosing myself over certain things so yeah let me find this podcast outro and we good and we gone y'all i'm telling you i'm telling you right now that wraps up this week's episode of in distress um if you want to say hey let me know you're listening then feel free to send an email to tori.phillips987 at gmail.com um you can go subscribe to my youtube channel i don't really be on there anymore i'm gonna try to get on there like this summer maybe make some videos and stuff but um maybe if i have some ideas but my youtube channel is typical tory space underscore and that's like with an i a lot of people spell tory with a y i don't really know why but they do um but yeah it's my 
I'm I'm Tori and it's T-O-R-I. Anyways, um, you can go follow my TikTok. I do make TikToks. Um, and I really appreciate your follow because I be making TikToks and nobody watches them. And it honestly, it pains me. You know, I've been watching some one of these content creators was like, oh, like just post your content. Like I just post it. Like it doesn't just post it. And I be sitting there posting it and then I be real upset with my, with the outcome. Anyway, so my TikTok is at typical Tory with two underscores, um, You can also find me on my business account on Instagram where I post my Instagram reels and promo for whatever I'm doing at the time. So like this podcast, I go and promote on there. If I have a YouTube video, I go and promote it on there. And if I have any TikToks, I usually post them on my Instagram page. Um, And my business Instagram account is at typical Tori with six eyes. Um, And you can also go follow me on Twitter. I'm always on Twitter. Not recently because I'm trying to take a break from Twitter because I just be impulsively clicking into social media and I think I really need to calm down. Um, But I'm usually, I'm literally always on Twitter talking about absolutely nothing. So... But funny stuff, funny stuff to me. So if you want to go follow me on there, my Twitter is at typical Tori with four eyes and an underscore. Um, you can also go to my Spotify and check out what I'm listening to. I'm always listening to music. So feel free to go and check that out. It's Tori Nicole. Yeah, it's just Tori Nicole. And then there's a picture of my face plastered right on the front. I'm, I'm, I'm the black girl in the pink shirt. So yeah, um, that was a lot anyways or if none of those suit your fancy you can feel free to head over to my tumblr account i i reblog stuff on there sometimes i haven't really been on there that often but um i might i might pop back over there sometimes i just write stuff all over over there and it's nice so um my tumblr account is nicole4263 um lastly if you really liked me hit subscribe whenever you're listening to this one to stay up to date on these episodes i'm telling you there's going to be an episode up every saturday like right now like i'm not going to school for the next like month i have like two finals left this week but that doesn't really count because i'm doing this on a friday so i'm gonna post i'm gonna up like i'm gonna post it tonight so it'll be up on Saturday, like the day you listen to this anyways, but, um, I'm really going to actually like post these now. Okay. I promise. I swear. I swear. Um, and if you really, really like me, feel free to head over to my anchor website, anchor.fm slash Tori dash Phillips two slash support and become a supporter. You can get from 99 cents to $9.99 a month to help sustain future episodes of this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully I'm in your ears next week. If you didn't like this episode, try a different one. And if you still don't like it, there's all always next week. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope you guys have a great week. I'll see you on Saturday. Bye.